Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chauhan. Welcome to Quotes Today by Live Law. We bring you the latest and in-depth legal coverage, coming to you with a brief of what all happened in the Indian courts today. Starting with the Supreme Court, which today pronounced judgment in the Coal India Limited case. The Supreme Court has held that Coal India Limited does come under the purview of the Competition Act 2002, despite being a public sector undertaking. The Supreme Court was hearing petitions by Coal India contending that since it operates coal mines covered under the Coal Mines Nationalization Act, it would not come under the Competition Act. The CCI had opposed the plea. CCI had earlier imposed a penalty of over Rs 1773 crore on Coal India for imposing unfair and discriminatory conditions in fuel supply arrangements with the power of producers for supply of non-coking coal. The bench of Justices K.M. Joseph and B.V. Nagaratna delivered the judgment today and remanded the matter back to the CCI for deciding the issue on merits. It also clarified that the applications seeking interim relief as well as the contempt petitions will be listed in July. The Manipur Tribunal Forum has filed a fresh interlocutory application in the Supreme Court stating that the court should not rely on the empty assurances of the Union of India as both the Union of India and the Chief Minister of the State of Manipur have embarked jointly on a communal agenda for the ethnic cleansing of the cookies, saying that the cookies are being ethnically cleansed by an armed communal organization. The application prays for the protection of the tribe by the Indian Army since the state and its police force are not trusted by the tribals. The organization argues that despite assurances given by the Solicitor General in the last hearing, no relief has been granted so far. As you know, on 8th May, Solicitor General had told the Supreme Court that normalcy was being restored in Manipur. And on 17th May, while taking note of a status report filed by state regarding the security arrangements and relief camps, the Supreme Court had asked the law enforcement agencies to act on the apprehensions raised by the Manipur Tribal Forum regarding attacks. Amidst a spike in communal tension in Uttarakhand's Uttarkashi district, the Uttarakhand High Court today directed the state government to ensure that law and order be maintained in all parts of the state and no loss of life or property or any person occurs. A bench comprising Chief Justice Vipin Sanghi and Rakesh Thaplial issued the direction while issuing notice on a PIL filed by an organization named Association for the Protection of Civil Rights seeking directions to stop a Mahapanchayat announced by Hindutva groups in Purola today and registration of FIRs against persons who have issued ultimatum to Muslims in the area to vacate the place. During the hearing, Advocate General of Uttarakhand S.N. Babulkar informed the bench that the Mahapanchayat had been called off and the situation had been diffused to that extent. While recording the statement, the bench directed the state to fulfill its constitutional obligations. With respect to the social and economic boycott allegedly faced by Muslim traders in Uttarakhand's Parola town, Chief Justice Vipin Sanghi also remarked orally that no one can be forced to buy or not to buy from a particular shop. The Supreme Court has expressed its dissatisfaction noting how the Punjab police rules of 1934 have not been amended yet in terms of the current hierarchy of the police force. 
Explaining this, a bench of justices Vikram Nath and Asanuddin Amanullah said that as per the rules, the authority of Inspector General was envisaged as the highest during the legislation's enactment. But now, the highest position in police is held by the Director General of Police, an officer drawn from the Indian Police Service. In this regard, the bench directed that copies of the judgment be circulated to the chief secretaries, governments of Punjab and Haryana at Chandigarh, and other officials to rectify this issue. The court's observations came in a plea moved by a police constable challenging his dismissal from service. The Calcutta High Court has held that the advisories issued by West Bengal Clinical Establishment Regulatory Commission for fixation of rates and charges by clinical establishments from patients in the state were without any statutory backing and thereby violated their fundamental right to trade. The petitioner, Apollo Multi-Speciality Hospitals, had approached the High Court being aggrieved with the issuance of a total number of 26 advisories and an order by the Commission in 2020, which fixed the rates charged by the petitioner for a variety of services provided by them. These covered numerous essential services such as admission of pregnant women in such establishments, discharge of patients post-treatment, and allocation of vacant beds, etc. While allowing a writ petition and directing the Respondent Commission to resign their advisories, a bench of Justice Maushami Bhattacharya observed that on reading provisions of West Bengal Clinical Establishments Act of 2017, it became clear that the power to issue advisories of such a nature was not available to the Respondent Commission. Holding that a sarpanch cannot be disqualified for making payment to her husband for panchayat work undertaken by him before her election, the Bombay High Court recently restored the panchayat membership and sarpanch post of a woman who was disqualified. In this case, the petitioner Mankarna Kale was elected to the post of sarpanch of a village in Hingoli district in February 2021. In September that year, village resident filed a complaint against the petitioner seeking her disqualification for having issued a payment of Rs 1950 to her husband for contractor work. The district collector disqualified the petitioner. This decision was upheld by the appellate authority also. Thus, she filed the present writ petition. The petitioner's husband is doing labour work of drainage, cleaning and light fitting, etc. The petitioner claimed that her husband did the work immediately before her election as a panchayat member. However, the payment was made after she became the member of the panchayat and the sarpanch. Justice Arun Padnekar observed that disqualification under Section 14 of the Maharashtra Village Panchayat Act is incurred by a member only when a contract is granted or extended during his or her tenure as an elected member. In another important update, as you know that some of the candidates of 2023 civil services examination have challenged the CSAT exam conducted by UPSC last month and have asked the Central Administrative Tribunal to direct the commission to reduce the cutoff marks for paper two or to conduct a re-exam, alleging that the difficulty level of the questions was similar to those asked in CAT and IIT-JEE examinations. Last week, the tribunal had issued notice to UPSC but had refused to direct the commission to keep the preliminary result in abeyance and had listed the matter for 6th July. 
Now, a petition has been filed before the Delhi High Court challenging the refusal. Submitting that matter, which has been listed for July 6th by CAT, is likely to become infructuous. The petition before the High Court prays that UPSC be restrained from acting any further on the result declared on 12th of June. The Allahabad High Court has rejected the bail application filed by Jay Kant Bajpai involved in the 2020 Kanpur Bikru encounter in which eight policemen were brutally murdered and seven others received grievous injuries at the hands of a gang led by slain gangster Vikas Dubey. The bench of Justice Mayan Kumar Jain observed that Bajpai was actively involved in the incident and he actually assisted Dubey by providing him 2 lakh rupees and 25 cartridges to be used in the incident and further provided him vehicles to escape after committing one of the most heinous crimes. The Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh High Court has granted bail to a woman accused of assisting the primary suspect in a POXO case filed over alleged rape of her own daughter. The case pertains to an FIR registered with the Kupwara police station wherein the victim, a minor girl, alleged that she was sexually assaulted by Shabir Ahmad war on multiple occasions, resulting in her pregnancy. The petitioner, who happened to be the victim's mother, was implicated as an accomplice in the crime. However, during the trial, the victim recanted her previous statement made under Section 164 of CRPC, asserting that her mother had no involvement in the offence. Justice Sanjay Dhar observed that presumption of guilt under the POXO Act is rebuttable and if the accused can demonstrate to the court during the trial that there is material evidence contradicting the presumption of guilt, they may be granted bail. In another update, the Meghalaya High Court has directed the state government to ensure that hospitals and like institutions be exempted from power cuts. Electricity is not a luxury, the bench had said last month while directing the state to ensure adequate availability of electricity as per demand. While the state assured that the condition had improved, the bench directed the state to ensure that even in future if a need arises to restrict the continuous supply of power on account of any shortfall, the hospitals and like institutions be exempted from such cuts. The state has been instructed to file a status report by July 5th. An alleged fake Facebook account, which is now deleted, posted objectionable content targeting the King of Saudi Arabia and Islam, leading to the arrest of an Indian citizen in Saudi. Meta Platform has assured the Karnataka High Court that it would do everything for retrieving the data of the said account. The petitioner, Kavitha Shailesh, claimed that her husband Shailesh Kumar was employed in Saudi Arabia. She alleged that Shailesh's Facebook account was hacked and using the same an unknown person posted objectionable content. She claims that she had filed a police complaint in Mangaluru. However, in the meantime, the Saudi authorities arrested Shailesh and imprisoned him. A single judge bench of Justice Krishna S. Dikshit in its order has recorded that Meta's technical team will interact with the investigating officer and come out with a plan of action in the matter. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.